When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Sometimes a school is incredible and you can't quite explain it, so you try. Is Hampton High? Hello, you are listening to Hampton High, the podcast that asks the question, what about WTF with Mark Marin, but for my school? I'm Hampton McKelvey, Jr., and I'm going to be talking to Rockville Prep's most interesting student, staff, and all the above. Rockville Prep, go skunks! Hello, everyone. It's your host, Hampton. I am back again with the pod. Um, Before I introduce our guest, I obviously just wanted to talk a little bit about stuff that's been happening at Rockville Prep recently. Namely, juniors aren't allowed to use the parking lot anymore, which is insane in my opinion for as long as i have been here you know juniors and seniors have had equal uh, access to the parking lot and now it is suddenly just a senior privilege which look i've listened to the teachers i have listened to students as well this is just wrong in my opinion and you know the reverend said the reverend said that we that it was a privilege that we are treating this like it's it is owed to us when it's actually a privilege that was given to us, so we shouldn't be upset about it. And to that, I say a privilege given but then taken away is an act of war. So I am feeling pretty cranky about it. Um, And I think that when the students make fun of the juniors and when the seniors make fun of the juniors for being upset about it, that is being totally disingenuous and unfair to my needs and our needs. I also want to say it is unfair to our parents, my parents in particular, but all of our parents who pay for us to go to this school. Because, like, my mom just bought me a car with the intention of me driving to school every day, not taking the bus, not having her or dad drive me. So this is an FU to her as well. Uh, And she's the one who's actually paid for me to be here. So that's like a shareholder of the company of Rockville Prep if you want to think of those things in your term in those terms which I usually do not but in this situation I kind of do cuz it makes sense anyways um if you have any thoughts about that talk to me in person um but we should just introduce our guest uh we have someone here who I'm very excited about this is a sort of meeting of the minds if you will where like I'm obviously coming from a sports background a prep background probably prep with a sports subsection because I think like prep covers a lot and sports guys definitely considered prep um and that's where I'm coming from, and where she is coming from is Art Kid, subsection Theater Kid. Um, this is a junior. We've known each other since freshman year, kind of. Um, and please give it up for Mitra J. Thank- Hi! <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, you are someone I've known for a long time, kind of. Um, yeah. You are someone who is so active in theater. I actually probably know you less from the plays you're in, but more from, you know, the announcements, more than meeting about coming to the plays or, you know, trying to get people to come to the plays or sort of promotion for the plays. Yeah, it's a huge part of the process that I think people uh, sort of underestimate is the marketing side of it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you, you know, if you're not 
promoting the show, then how are you going to get the butts in the seats? Exactly. And that's so cool that you are sort of taking that. And, so, and that has made you a very public theater kid face at Rockville <laughs> Prep, you know? Well, thank you for noticing. Oh, of course, definitely. I mean, I also want to say I've also noticed that unlike a lot of theater kids, you actually come to the games as well. Oh, my gosh, of course. I mean, you know, if, if we're going to expect people to come and sell out our shows, which I'm proud to say this entire season thus far has been sold out, mm -hmm. then we have to represent, uh, we have to be there in full force supporting our other clubs in the school. I love that. So much of this podcast for me and why I'm so happy you're here is about bringing together this community, which is already pretty tight knit, to be honest, but like finding the reasons for that. Uh, uh, the reasons why we are so tight knit, and to expand that tight knittedness. <laughs> yes. Um, to uh, you know, the great community and possibly the world. Yeah, the bonds have already been forged, and we just have to strengthen them so that they last a lifetime. Okay. This yes, this is perfect. You are actually very poetic. Like, did you learn that line in a in a play? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm sure it was influenced by plays. <laughs> uh, I undoubtedly. <laughs> okay. Um. So I guess I just start uh, bare bones. So what roles have you played in the plays? Well, um, so, you know, uh, I'm actually more involved. I'm more of a behind the scenes chick. Um, so the amazing thing about plays is that they're actually roles that are not on stage. They're they're in musicals, too. You need people to be on what's called crew. Crew is the people who aren't on stage, who are making the things on stage happen. So a lot of my work has actually been in crew. So like HMU, which stands for hair and makeup. I've done a lot of hair and makeup, actually sort of most notably for our high school's production of Shrek the Musical, which was a really labor-intensive process. I mean, it took eight hours to get him into his Shrek prosthetics every single show. Wait, sorry. Uh, step back, step back. Talk to me like I'm a kid here. Um, you're saying that they're, that the stuff on the, – the actors do the stuff on stage. Yes. Okay. But what you're telling me is that there are – other stuff that are happening on stage that aren't act like I'm yeah do you know what I mean yes totally so I'm sorry I you know it's just one of those things where once you've been doing it for so long it feels intuitive and then you realize that it's not I know exactly what you mean sometimes when I'm cradling a my lacrosse stick and I say I'm cradling people are like are you cradling a baby I'm like no, I'm not cradling a baby I'm cradling the lacrosse ball you know <laughs> but they're, they're, if they haven't seen lacrosse or like done the camps like I have then they wouldn't know anyways that's so cool that they have camps for that oh yeah there's camps for all sports wow mm-hmm Cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, there's, you know, there's, I'd say like six to 10 people in every crew. So there's like a hair and makeup crew that does all the hair and makeup for all the people who are on stage or costume crew. Somebody's got to sew the costume. Somebody's got to alter them or iron oh, them. Right, right, right. Sort it, of like a pit crew for a NASCAR car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Getting the actors ready and getting the stage ready. Yes. And, you know, it's people who are very good at what they do and they have to do it really quickly and really well. So it's actually a lot like car races. Whoa. Okay. Listen to that, everyone. If you haven't been to a play, it's kind of like NASCAR. Wow. Okay. So that's, that's really amazing. Um, But then, but you do act in the plays too. Yes. Um, I actually just had my first set of speaking lines in Thoroughly Modern Millie. Okay, congratulations. Matilda the Maid. Okay. Yes. That's two, a... It's two lines, but it is two more lines than I've ever had before. So Wow. That's a... So you don't, sorry, so um, you do not have many lines usually in the plays? 
No, no. I mean, you know, they're just those kids who sort of have that star quality. And at this point, I'm mature enough and connected to myself enough to know that I'm not one of those people. But I have a great passion for the arts and I love theater. So I'm just happy to be a part of it. So I've been in the chorus mostly. So Les Mis, I played a prostitute. Um, I did Lights for Noises Off. I was a stage manager for Sweeney Todd and most recently uh, had two lines in Matilda the Maid. Wow. Okay. But so you don't usually get big roles, but you're very vocal about the plays. Now, yeah. that, now that's interesting to me. Why would what makes you so passionate about this when you're like sort of not scoring the big touchdowns? You know what I mean? Well, you know, not everybody can be that person. Not everybody can score the points. You know, there's a lot of people surrounding those plays and making the plays happen. You know, somebody has to somebody has to make you know make the lights go on. You know, that's a that's an important integral part of the play. Somebody has to um, make sure that, you know, when I when I was stage manager for Sweeney Todd, think about I mean, I know you came to Sweeney Todd. You come to the place. Oh, I come to every single play. Yeah. I mean, I know I see you there. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so there's some big sets and there's some really big, you know, changes that have to happen and they have to happen really fast. And, you know, if each of those set changes were taking 10 minutes, it would disrupt the flow of the show. So somebody has to be there to make those things happen. That's pretty cool. And I want to say about Sweeney Todd, I did not really understand a lot of it, but I did. It was like dark. Like it, it was like very scary. I know. It's really, it's like, it's scary. Yeah, it was, it was bad. <laughs> and like, and like, to be, to be perfectly honest, like Grace Matlack, who is usually very hot, like looked <laughs> freaky I in know, that role. I know. We were all saying that. <laughs> you know? Like, what was she? Like, she was like, a, she made pies? I don't know. But she's like, I was like, dude, I've like, I've like asked you out before and like, but I would not ask out whoever this freak is. <laughs> yes. <on stage. laughs> I know. That is exactly how I felt. Everybody he looked so gross. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Like like a shower. <laughs> well, I guess it was like I guess it was set in a time before showers existed, so that's actually pretty like I'm assuming. Actually, I don't know the history of showers, um, but I'll think about that for a second. Probably no showers. Probably back. no showers. Yeah, yeah. If you lived on a boat, there are probably no showers except the rain. <laughs> <laughs> or get somebody to dunk you in. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Or, or like at the fair, at the fair where it's like, dunk the, do- well, you know, you have to throw yes. the thing and they go, ah. Yeah. <laughs> this is interesting. We have more in common than people would have thought who are looking at our different social circles. And that's why I like this podcast. That, and I think that's kind of the amazing thing about our school mm-hmm. is people are pretty open-minded to connecting with people from other social groups. It's definitely true. Go skunks, truly. Um, okay, so I wanted to ask you, uh, so you do these roles, you do these behind-the-scenes stuff, but, like, where, I mean, let's be brass tacks here. Like, where's this going to go? Is this your career? I mean, you know, I... Now that I'm 17, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that there are people who are made for this stuff and there are people who just love it and aren't necessarily going to get paid to do it. And I think I'm the latter rather than the former. Uh, So one thing I realized about myself recently is that I'm actually really amazing at math. Um, I've known that for a long time, but I haven't really thrown myself into it. But I've been spending more and more time thinking about it, and I think I'm going to go to school for accounting. I just have to be realistic with myself. I'm great at math. I love the idea of helping people shape their, you know, take care of their lives in a way that is responsible and pragmatic. So I'm going to study accounting and just sort of see where that takes me. And maybe I can marry the two at some point, but mostly I just want to get into the numbers and see what happens. 
Okay, that was the sound of a pin dropping. Um, <laughs> okay, but like if you get a big role next year in the play, then like maybe that would be your career. You know what I mean? Like, are you only saying that because you haven't had a huge role yet, you know? Well, I mean, it, of course it would be an honor and I would take it incredibly seriously if I were to receive a huge role. But right. when you think about like the graces or, you know, the like Evan Harper's of the show, I mean of the school, um, I'm not one of those people. Those people just radiate a magnetic energy that makes you want to watch everything they do. And I just don't think I'm that. And I'm okay with that. Um, okay. Is this like one of those chick things where you're like saying like you're insulting yourself so other people will be like, oh, no, you're actually, actually great. You know what I mean? Like, are you saying, oh, I just want to be accountant. So like, I'll be like, oh, no, you should actually do theater. Do you know what I mean? A chick thing? Yeah. Like, you know how like some, you know how some chicks are like, Oh, I look so ugly. And I'm like, no, you don't. You actually look really hot right now. Um, I'm like, oh, thank you. That's what I wanted you to say. You I know? mean, I know what you mean by a chick thing, but it actually hurts my feelings when you say that. Does call it a chick thing? But I, To lie? You've never told a lie? No, I've obviously told a lie, but like what I'm saying. So you're saying a lie, a chick thing is to lie. No, I'm just, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like you saying, oh, I love the theater, but I want to do something else because I'm not that good. It, it's sort of like when a lot of chicks, and this is true, do say, like, I don't look good right now because they want the guys so they look good. Like, don't you think that diminishes my goals by saying that I'm lying? I'm actually really good at math. I'm great at math. I've always gotten A pluses in math. It comes really naturally. I, I'm I'm sure you are, but I'm this that's not I'm not I'm not saying you're not good at math. I'm saying that like I'm not mad at you. I want you to know that I'm not mad at you, but I just want you to know that it's actually pretty destructive of you to refer to me saying that I want to pursue accounting as a chick thing. When I state my goals, I mean them. I'm an intelligent person. I I know I yeah no I I'm <laughs> I know that I'm not saying you're not intelligent. I would just like if like a theater role came around the corner that changed your life. I'm just saying that you would probably take that. So right? I mean so yeah. But I'm saying that I don't think that's going to happen, and that I've accepted and embrace, and I'm really excited about pursuing accounting. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying phrases like "chick thing" are problematic, and I want you to think about the reasons why. Because I respect you, and I think you're capable of better, Hampton. Uh, okay. I really like you. I mean it. Okay, I like you too. I feel like I'm walking on a minefield right now. <laughs> to be perfectly frank, like I, uh, I, I, all I, okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to dig this hole, but like all I'm saying is that like people, some, I mean, all I'm saying is that like people sometimes say. You're okay. You're saying what you mean. I see. I see, you are saying what you mean. People, and a lot of people say things that they don't mean, and I don't think it's tied to their gender. Okay, uh, that is the sound of a mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little brother, and I have to talk to him about this stuff a lot. Okay. Uh, hey, I'm sorry. Um, Apology accepted. No, thank you. Uh, but like, I am. I am sorry. Uh, I didn't mean it to be uh, that. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I did not mean that to be that. I, it's okay. Okay. Because um, I like you know I. I get. <laughs> I guess I you know like I'm not gonna do lacrosse in college and I like wouldn't. Yeah. So and I and I wouldn't even. You're say, not. No, no. I actually kind of want to major in English. So like. Really. Yeah, but like if I had said that, like. 
but that's the exact same thing as you said, and I. So why would I make that like a chick guy? That's really cool that you want to major in English. Thank you, thank you. I um, I didn't know that. Yeah, I. Uh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I mean, my dad wants me to major in business, but I just I don't know. I've like read some really good books in school. And What's I'm, your favorite book? Great Gatsby. Oh yes, I love that movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I it's, the book's actually better. Um, we also uh, read Kerouac in school this year, and I was like on the road, and I was just like, I think it's really cool that they let us read that. I know, like most people wouldn't. Most people really wouldn't do that, and that's <laughs> like a really g- great thing about you know Rockville Prep goes gungs. Um, <laughs> okay, hey, truly, I'm sorry. I feel like I was wrong, and then I definitely like I definitely like don't want to say I'm wrong all the time, but I was, and that. And thank you for saying that. And thank you. You are totally forgiven. And I think it's really cool that you heard me out. And I think, I just think it's really cool. I think it shows that you respect me. You can say things that are problematic, but if you're willing to think about why they are problematic and hear me out and make positive changes, that's all I'm asking for. (laughs) I'm laughing because like when I asked for a theater kid to come on, this is not the conversation I was expecting, you know? No, totally. I was expecting like, you know, gossip between the theater kids, which you admit there are many. You know? Oh my gosh, there's a lot of gossip, but I tried to stay above the fray. That is very wise. You are very wise. You <laughs> Thank know? you. I think you are too. Thank you. I would say you are an anomaly for a theater kid, but that would be... Uh, diminishing. Uh, diminishing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> because, but at the same time, I could say the same thing for you. I'm. I, this is actually widening my perspective as well, to yeah. hear that you want to pursue... You want to pursue English. I think that's really cool. There are a lot of really smart jocks out there. And I think like... I believe that. I mean, there are a lot of jocks in my AP classes and they always have really smart answers to questions. Oh, there are actually a bunch of guys on the team who are in AP Bio. Are you in AP Bio? I'm in AP Bio. Oh, nice. You guys have to go to school early to do those labs. It's like, it's I can never do that. I actually love it. I'm kind of a morning person. So it's really natural for me to just rise out of bed and just get going. (laughs) Once again, like, you know, someone who does plays at night, but actually likes to wake up in the morning. We are also... Everyone at Rockville Prep is so incredibly well-rounded and is just like breaking stereotype left and right. Well, <laughs> people are a great many things. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Is that <laughs> is that from is that is that is that from play? It's actually not from a play. It's just something that I think. <laughs> wow. Um well, I, one thing I wanted to do uh, is just like you know all these plays, you do all this work. Um what kind of what would you reckon? I some I see all the shows. I don't remember a lot of them. I sometimes come a little wasted. Um, and I uh, <laughs> like you get just wasted. Yeah, the plays. Yeah, I mean sometimes you know it's a good it's a thing to do at night. You know, <laughs> truly. Sure. It's fun. Anyways, I was wondering like what kind of someone who isn't into the theater who isn't into plays like what would you recommend? What kind of plays or musicals would you recommend? Well, hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna get. Hmm, this is a good question. <laughs> it's a really hard question. I mean, I... Okay. Um, I mean, you know, you've got, like, the more popular, like, you know, sort of, like, the blockbuster, like, Wicked type stuff. But I actually think that that... I mean, call me controversial, but I do think Wicked is a little bit overrated, even though I think it has some really amazing songs. Um, okay. And then, you know, there's Les Mis. That's sort of a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, we stay, We did that here. Yes. I loved that. Can I say that that was so cool? I loved how like no one really talked once. <clears throat> it was mostly just. Well, what's amazing is that there's just one spoken line in the whole show. Oh, really? Yes. What, what was that? I actually can't remember off the top of my head, but I know there's only one spoken line and it's really important. Whoa. 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was just sort of freaking out because <laughs> it was my first time being in the chorus for something. So I just like sort of, you know, and like when I wasn't when I wasn't on stage, I was thinking about getting back on stage and it was really fun. But I, you know, I missed a lot of the show. I actually didn't know that Jean Valjean died until like halfway through the rehearsal process. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is actually crazy because that was a big moment in the end. I know. Well, because my parents didn't let me watch it or listen to it really because it had prostitutes in it. So my first exposure to it was at school, which isn't that also crazy that like we're getting exposed to all of this sort of cool edgy stuff in high school yeah it, you know and you're saying that i even realized they were prostitutes i just thought they were like ladies hanging out like it wasn't really that like it wasn't like they didn't hit you on the nose of it they didn't hit you on the head with it, your nose with it <laughs> where where <laughs> sorry sorry um no it's okay okay um, <laughs> um but like those ladies i guess were oh right and so she was like like uh, lovely ladies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, mind blown. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. But yeah, I actually liked that one. That was one that I remember and liked. And also there was a movie about it, so that helped. Um, what, uh, what, what other musicals are good? Well, I have to say, um, okay, um, I love <sighs> Thoroughly Modern Billy, Into the Woods. I mean, I love Waitress. Waitress is like a sort of newer one that I love. Hello, Dolly is an older classic. <sighs> Rent. Okay. So rent is um okay, so <laughs> okay, New York City. Okay. New York City, so um which I've actually never been to. Oh wow. Yeah. I it's, mean it's not too far from here. I know, but my parents haven't let me and there's just never been a reason for us to go and they won't let me go alone. Um they're super protective. Um so rent basically everybody lives in this big warehouse. So um there's Roger and Mark. Uh, there's Maureen and Joanne. There's sort of like a cast of, there's a lot of people in the cast, which is actually what makes it so cool because it sort of weaves together a lot of stories. Um, and, you know, the AIDS epidemic. Um, Jonathan Larson uh, is the guy who made it and he actually passed away, which is really sad. But the amazing thing is that he got to make this incredible musical. Wait, okay. Can I, can I play it for you? Uh, the whole musical? I mean, whatever, you know, you can stop me if you hate it or just we can, I, you know, I'm, I've got the day free. So if you want to listen to it, we can listen to it. But also if you hate it, we can always listen to something no, else. No, I hear you. I love challenge accepted. Um, <laughs> we're going to pause the pod for a second and going to listen to Rent. We are back. Uh, and I am still with Mitra, and we just listened to the entire original cast production soundtrack of the musical Rent. And, um, wow, (laughs) (laughs) I guess. I mean, like, I am sort of... Honestly, I have been in your shoes before. Yeah, I'm sort of feeling a lot right now. I, um... So many good songs, so many characters. I mean, the I, I mean, Mimi was about to die, you yeah. know, and the fact that a song can bring back someone who it's powerful, it's powerful, you know, it stays with you. Yeah, you're gonna, these songs are gonna be in your head for a long time. I think I've definitely heard the 125,600 minutes before, 525,600 minutes. Okay, thank you. Um, I've definitely heard that song before. I don't know where, but like, I've definitely heard that song before. Yeah, it's sort of just out there. Yeah, is it like the hit of the is it the hit of the show? I guess, kind of, I think so. Okay, yeah, um. 
525,600 minutes. 525,000 moments, so dear. 525,600 minutes. How do you measure a year? In daylight, in sunset, in midnight, in cups of coffee. I actually have a pretty good memory for songs, but that's still I know, that was amazing. Thank you. Um, well, what I guess, what is that? What do you? What does it mean to you to rent? What do you feel about rent? You know, I mean, what I think is so amazing about rent is, well, first of all, the amazing music. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think just the way that all these characters sort of come together, they're so different, but they all, you know, for the most part, um, are really passionate about their art. Yeah. And finding a way to make it work. I mean, these are people at the top of their game and they just want to, you know, the odds are sort of stacked against them and they still want to pursue their careers and they want to make it happen. I mean, finding places and spaces to express themselves. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's romantic. Very. Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, who's your favorite character? Um, It's hard because I love, I love like hearing Mimi um but I'm kind of hmm I love I think um it's really hard uh I really love I guess I'm gonna say Mimi because I love I love her music a lot but I will say there are characters that I relate to more okay what I, about you um thank you for asking um <laughs> I, so uh you'd think Roger because like I play guitar I do some rock you stuff. play guitar yeah, maybe we should have talked about that earlier, but I play guitar a little bit, so like maybe you would expect Roger. Um, stop! You're, you're looking at me like crazy, but I, it's I true. cannot believe you play guitar. I play guitar. You don't talk about it at all. No, it's just I don't want to share that with people. It's sort of a thing for me. That's so cool. Thank you. Well, uh, I mean, how long have you been taking guitar lessons? Um, well, I've been taking guitar lessons about uh, three years now. Uh, I play my dad's guitar. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, I, you should. I mean, why don't you do anything with that? I, I don't know. I just, it doesn't seem like it's something I'm supposed to do, you know? Shut up. You can do whatever you want. <sighs> Thank you, Beatra. Um, <laughs> well, uh, like, <laughs> like I was saying, um, maybe you would think it is, you know, Roger, but it's actually Collins. Like, he was so cool and, like, sort of had a really beautiful voice and, like, had these beautiful ballads and, like, that, like, live in my house you know like that was just so affecting and like he definitely brought the, all the guys together and like was a really sort of fostered a sense of community exactly and like he was a professor who sort of stole from ATMs like that sort of going back to what we were talking about earlier in the conversation the idea of like you think a professor would be a certain way you think a theater kid you think a jock would be a certain way but look at these other sides of them yeah know? I mean from an accounting perspective that was sort of messed up and I definitely took issue with that and have like now that I'm growing older I'm sort of like less romanticizing and sentiment like since like, it's like it's less you know sorry I'm getting all worked up I just don't get to talk about this very often because it's sort of like everybody everybody in the theater department sort of like takes this stuff for granted and isn't approaching it from sort of like a critical perspective they're just like thinking about the ways they can portray it so it's really cool to see have someone see it with like fresh eyes oh I mean if we want to talk critique I'm down like number one that orgy song sucked and I hated every moment of that <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's definitely weird. I mean, I don't want to say it was weird. It was bad. It was bad stuff, like the breathing sucked. I hated that. It didn't make me horny, which was maybe what it was supposed to do. It actually made me the opposite of horny, grossed out. For me, light my candle actually makes me way hornier. Oh, yeah. I mean, that one, her voice is so sexy. Yeah, her voice. I mean, they're both really sexy, and it's sort of like a really hot exchange. Like, being alone in an apartment with a candle. Was that about drugs? Um, kind of, yeah, it was about drugs. That was sort of the okay. subtext that she was like trying to like get her fix and stuff. But also there was just like a lot of heat in that moment. Yeah. Like <laughs> no fun intended. <laughs> oh, I just got that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah. Alone with a candle, like knocking on the door. It's very like. And they both clearly are like into each I other. I know. <laughs> I know. Like you've ever had that moment where like you just like you know that you both really want to like kiss each other yeah. and like you're alone yeah. and you like you want to kiss each other but like you just you like talk about other stuff instead. Definitely been there before. I also <laughs> wanted to say um that like um uh Mark. Let's talk about Mark, I guess for a second. Okay. Um sucks. Sucks. I think kind of sucks. He's not my favorite. Okay. I won't say he sucks, but I will say he's not my favorite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, he's just sort of lame. He is lame. Also, well, I guess a lot of these characters suck because I also didn't like Maureen at all. You know, I actually love Maureen because I think she's got a story to tell. I think she's got perspective. I think she's not afraid to use her voice, which as a young woman is really inspiring to me. That is cool. I mean, Joanne loved her. Joanne is awesome. Joanne's cool. She's a career woman. She's she's cool. I loved uh, we're okay. I started with the boom and the seven would do and the papa did the that isn't civil right. You know, like that was really like, I don't know. I haven't heard I didn't expect a song like that in a show. <laughs> Wow. I mean, that's what's so exciting is what I the reason why I wanted to show you rent. And it's so crazy because this is even before I knew that you liked the guitar. Stop. <laughs> but the, I love it because when you think of musicals, you're thinking of like like someone like 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 musical music. And yes. this is like rock music. Like it's real music. Yes, it's rock. Like, 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 like it's music you like, like you think you can't hear in a musical. Yeah. It, so I, you told me this is a musical. It starts with a tuning of the guitar. I'm like, this is not any musical I've ever effing fucking heard before. Yes. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Yes. We'll edit out all the curses. Yeah, edit the curses okay, out. It's a bad luck. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, one thing I did have a question about, though, um, which sort of confused me. Maybe you could give me some perspective on it. Okay. Um, I'll, I, I will certainly try. Okay. Thank you, Mitra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, it seems to me like Benny was actually the hero of the show, and the things he was offering sort of solved the internal problem of the show, the problem being they didn't want to pay rent. And there's many times when he gives them the opportunity to not pay rent, and they turn him down for reasons which, in my mind, are very childish and don't really make a lot of sense dramaturgically. Yeah, I mean, wow, dramaturgy? Yeah. You know dramaturgy? Oh, yeah, I mean, I want to be an English major. You're right. That's my own bias. <sighs> so I think, you know, when I first watched this, when I was 14 years old, I actually thought it was really cool that they didn't want to pay rent. I thought it was awesome that they were standing up for art and their ideals. And now that I'm understanding more about the economy as I sort of pursue accounting mm-hmm. and take myself more seriously in that realm, I'm realizing that, that what they were doing was really childish and sort of messed up honestly if i'm being real i think it wasn't very cool of them um so after a while i was like you know benny's a bad guy i totally was like 
on Maureen's side. I was on everybody's side when they were like, I'm not going to pay rent. And now I'm like, people, I guess, should pay rent because we live in a capitalist society and that's what we're supposed to do. And who am I to question that? I totally agree. I also think that like, so there's that moment when he's like, hey, I will give you guys what you want. No, you know, no rent. Um, I'll give you guys studio space. Um, all you have to do is stop Maureen from doing her protest, and all her protest is is literally the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Okay, I actually think it's a cool song. Okay. I personally, and that's just a matter of personal preference, I do think that is a cool song. Okay, but then, but can you at least agree that like that being a protest does nothing for, I mean, it said it got press, but all that press seemed to do was get Mark a job that he didn't even want. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. that as- Yeah, if, narratively- it is flawed. So it, what I'm saying is that if that song, if that performance is worth one, the money of rent for the rest of your life and two, uh, you know, them giving up their desire to not pay rent for the rest of the life, which is up top the one thing they want most of all. I don't think that performance is worth those things. If we're accountant here, um, <laughs> if we're valuing that in all these terms, I don't think that is equivalent. And so I think Benny's actually giving them a good deal. Yeah. I mean, now that I have a little bit more perspective, I definitely agree with you. Because back when I was 14, I just didn't really understand the way the world worked. And now, you know, I'm I'm practically an adult. I mean, I, I honestly, I guess I think of myself as an adult. I mean, you know, I... I like got a job in the summer and yeah. now that I've had sort of like a serious heartbreak, I like I have a lot more perspective on how the world works. And my dad actually lets me see his taxes this year. So I have a lot of, you know, I have a lot of empathy for Benny now. That's that's cool. You're the heartbreak. I'm so sorry. Dude. Oh, it's OK. I mean, everybody has that. Yeah. Well, you know, it, you know, you know, bigger and better pastures, other fish in the sea, all that stuff. You know, you don't need to hear that from me. Oh, no, but it's nice to hear. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, well, I guess we're wrapping up here. Thank you so much for being on the pod. Um, before we uh, before we stop, before we stop, before we get out, I just want to say uh, and ask you, first of all, I want to say thank you, um, but I also want to end the podcast where we end every podcast, uh, Coolest Freshman? Oh, um, I'd say, ooh, uh, Samantha Baldonado. Oh, a teacher's pet. Yes. Interesting. And well, <laughs> that's, you know, I think she is an enthusiastic student. Okay, I hear that and I accept that. <laughs> this is Mitra J. Thank you, everyone. This is Hampton High. Listen every week till you die. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe Dog. to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.